friends, welcome back to part two of the conversation I had with my client, Jen, as we designed her living space. Tuesday, if you missed that conversation, we were talking all about her living room. I hope you were inspired as I shared the design plans, the design rationale, and even how we combated a bully in her space. If you missed that, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 145. Today, we're continuing the conversation as we go into her dining room. The dining room is connected to the living room via the kitchen. It is all an open concept floor plan and it is gorgeous. We are carrying the same cohesive design, the same inspiration from room to room. And when you do that, it is almost as if we could take one piece of furniture from one area and easily transport it into the other. That's what cohesive design does for your space. And if you are wanting a cohesive design done for your space, creating a home that you love, that you are proud of, that you can't wait to invite friends over to, if that is what you are hoping for, change in this 2023 year, I encourage you to take advantage of the 14% offer Fig and Farm at Home is doing this week for Valentine's Day. I'm sharing a little bit of love with all of you, reducing the barrier that tells you I can't afford home design. If that is something that has held you back, something that has kept you stuck, something that you've thought, I just can't afford it. It's too expensive for me. I encourage you to go to my website, figandfarmathome.com. I encourage you to take a look around and see what the design services are, what options are available. And I encourage you to take a look at all of them because there is something for everyone. There's the easy conversation and there's the full service design and there's a couple options in between. And if you're still not sure which one's for you, book a call figandfarmathome.com forward slash book a call so that you can reserve your 15 minute discovery call, free discovery call so that we can answer that question together. All right, friends, enjoy today's second part of the conversation with Jen. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget, and I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank, and I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Okay. Are you ready for the dining room? Dining room isn't as nuanced because there's not really a whole lot of space. Well, there's plenty of space, but there's not really a whole lot of stuff that's happening. So let's see design number one. Um, Okay. And Jen, I know you're right now looking at the rug (laughs) and you said, no, no rug. You were so adamant about the rug. And we're going to talk about that. Um, Let's talk about it now, actually. Um, the rug is anytime you have furniture, um, sitting directly on top of wood floor, laminate floor, um, anything that's not carpet, what happens is it gets the appearance of it floating. And so the rug serves two purposes for you 
it anchors this, this um, dining room set. But the other thing that it does in here is it kind of ties in what the, the colors from those cabinets in the kitchen, the cabinets, um, the sideboard right there, it, it ties it in together. It helps to connect the dots. Um, and I know, I know that dining room rugs land in one camp or the other. It is a terrible idea or it is a great idea. And, and this one, um, you know, we, my, my husband and I land in the same boat, like, no, 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 no. And okay, maybe, or no, or yes. So we definitely, I can, I can feel you even right now through the computer screen. <laughs> um, but here's the good news about this one. This one is washable. So the ones I did choose in here, and yes, both designs do have a, a washable rug choice for the same reasons. I want them to, they're playing two significant roles anchoring the piece and also tying the colors together. Um, Ruggable. I don't know if you have heard of Ruggable. I'm sure you have. You've seen pictures. You've probably listened to um, advertisements, but Ruggable is such a great um, option for entryway rugs, um, runners in the hallway, dining room rugs. I used to have one. We have a, a library in my home and we had um, a white, like, um, really high pile. I was going to say faux fur, but high pile rug and I have animals. And so that needed to be washed. You know, I didn't wash it every week, but I washed it maybe once a month. And, you know, finally after about five years, six years, it finally collected enough cat hair. I couldn't get rid of that. It needed to go. This of course is really low pile. So you don't have to worry about that piece, but it's vacuumable and you can wash it. So, um, Here's what I'm suggesting on that wall. Here's an opportunity for lots of fun, bold color. And you mentioned, Jen, that you have extra of those art pieces um, at home. So what I'm thinking is let's use that wall space and create a really lovely structured gallery wall. And those colors in there are going to play um, with the colors that we have in the other room. This one to me feels like Honestly, we, we can make each design float together in whatever way, um, but you can see how this one tends really nicely to go with um, the really natural earth tone um, design of the living room. Um, and then we've got a, I'm putting a cozy little coffee chair in the corner. Maybe, I don't know if you guys are um, book readers, Bible studiers, but cozy little um, chair in the corner. We can add an arc lamp too, if that's something that feels like this would be wonderful for you, but kind of right where those plants are. It seemed like that was um, an opportunity to create a little bit more coziness in there. And then um, I'm still in contact with the, the designer to give me a quote on something similar to this um, as a, the uppers above your built-in console. And what I'm thinking um, for your, your cups, your, your glassware, but also style this in a way that isn't just, um, you know, we might have a, a, a faux plant in there. We might have a couple um, little books or tchotchkes or, you know, things in there. So it's not just your glassware. It is kind of a decorative piece. You can see I did put the metal that you currently have. <clears throat> these pieces here, these, these are, are from... Home Depot. And depending on what quote we get back from that cabinet builder, I'm imagining it's going to be pretty extensive. So here's one thing you can do. These are 30 inch wide 
um, cabinets. One thing you can do is you can have, um, Jen, I know you had a, a handyman come in and help, but you can frame those out at the end and cap them off to make them look like they are built in. Um, that's a really common way to fill space. So 30 inches um, each. And I think, I can't remember what, what size it was in there. It's not on, it's not right here on the top of my brain, but um, it gives you the idea anyway. Okay. Um, and then changing out that light fixture, but honestly, you guys, I really like your light fixture. I think it's really lovely. It feels fancy without feeling fancy. And it also, um, is really playful and different. You're not going to find that in everyone's home, but I did change that out because of the, the shape of the table. And so we've got, um, something a little bit, um, more round here. Okay. Second design does not include a built-in. So bear with me something completely different. All right. So here, what I'm proposing is, um, again, we want to have, um, there's that other rug. We want to have that, that piece feel anchored. Oh, and also a third reason why you'd want a rug there, because it really separates what's happening with the flooring to the piece of furniture. So it anchors, it separates, it adds that contrast, and then it for you specifically, it ties in the coloring of your cabinets, which this is just an example. It might not be the exact color, the coloring of your cabinets with this wood tone that is, is the inspiration piece really. So we here this brings a very intentional um, piece of wood in here that really mimics that TV console. Well, when I saw this table, I said, oh my gosh, this is the one. Um, and because it, it mimics it so well, this is extendable. So this is, I think it's a 61 inch. All those details are down below in the, each product description, um, but it extends to, I believe 90, 90 inches. Um, we have now the gallery wall sitting above your console and making that just really a nice focal piece. And then those same lamps that were in the other room, we're bringing them in here um, to just kind of balance out and, and bring some ambient lighting. Um, and then we need to bring in as much of this teak color as we can without it completely dominating. Um, and that opportunity is going to happen in the table in this really fun teak bowl um, that could be like a catch-all. And then also this, which I think is stunning. This is an iron um, an iron cabinet where that glassware can be, but this really could provide lots of really fun opportunity for things like, um, you know, wood bowls or, or even art layered behind it. This, this is stunning. Now where I'm proposing this go, however, is right where that command center is. And Jen, you mentioned you wanted to keep that there. Um, I don't know if there's another space for the command center or how important it is for you there, but this is, a showstopper in its own right. And then of course, because we are bringing in black, um, it flows with the other things in the space um, without it being too heavy, because what we're gonna do is we're going to lighten the walls and I'll show you that in a minute. This one proposes that you use the lighting from your current, um, the current light. That makes sense because it's long and rectangular. Now, if you bring in an oval or round table, you don't necessarily want to keep that same likes it does have that rectangular mount um but it's just really super fun and then here is an abstract art 
that is an ode to nature, ode to adventure, brings in the colors, ties them all together. And honestly, this piece of art could work with either design. This piece of art and something really that large, this one is very expensive. Um, and it doesn't mean that we have to go with that one, but it means that we can be kind of thinking about like, do we like that idea? And what then would be the budget for something like this? Um, or is it worth going to a flea market and trying to source something that would be really fun in that space? Um, and then another ruggable rug, very neutral. It, I mean, look how it kind of ties nicely already with this. And it's just neutral enough to be a contrast to the colors here. All right. Um, okay, let's talk about colors for a second. I was a little stumped, you guys. I was a little stumped. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie here. Divine white right here is the color of your trim. Now, when I walked into your home the other day, um, your home did feel you could tell that there was color on the walls. Um, and it was it's a lovely color. It's actually very nice. Um, but what I was thinking was what we would do is we would lighten that color up to make it just a little bit brighter. And then some of the colors that we're bringing in from the art, from the accent pieces and the textiles, the wood tones that would kind of make those pop. Um, but then I went to look up divine white and I am shocked at how brown it is. It is very brown. <laughs> it presents itself when I first saw it, um, in one lighting, it looked gray, um, but as I was looking at it, comparison to some of the other colors, um, it looked more, more taupe. So you have lots of options. And before we choose a color, and I know Jen, you have, um, someone booked to come paint. I do want to make sure that we get this right. So one option is of course to leave the trim exactly where it is and what color it is and then paint the walls. And that's what I was assuming we were going to be doing. Um, if we did that, let me just move this. Can I do that? No, I can't move that. Um, these were the three colors that I came up with that, that I thought um, didn't compete with divine white in a way that some of the other kind of lighter whites did. High reflective white is going to make it, you can see that the trim is going to, whoa, you're going to tell very, very clearly that the trim is darker than the wall. And you can tell in these other colors as well, but it's not as prominent. So you really could do any of these. That's one option. Another option is to um, keep divine white on your trim color and paint the walls divine white. Um, and then we can just choose, I can't remember the color of your ceiling. If it was, um, the same as your walls, you can do divine white up there, or we can do a white ceiling. Um, nowadays in design, a lot of times the same color as the wall is up on the ceiling. Um, but that's an awful lot of divine white everywhere. Um, so that's one up op another option. The third option, and this probably is not what you quoted out, um, but that is to paint the trim and the walls. So here's what I would like you guys to do. Um, you know, I do think we do want to bring down the color. I think you want the color palette to be a little bit um, lighter because once you, once you change the foundation of your walls, so the foundation really 
it's a flooring or the walls. And once you change either one of those things, it changes the complete design of your home. So let's say we added blue or something to the wall. It's going to change it completely. And we don't want to be boxed in necessarily by the color of the wall because that's expensive. So we want the wall to be um, helpful in whatever design we bring in. We want the wall color to be, be a foundation where, you know, we have the black cabinet or we have the colorful um, TV console and it, um, they complement each other well. So what I would suggest you guys do, you can at sure. These are all Sherwin Williams colors, including your divine white. Um, they have a way to order, uh, or you can just stop in your store too. They have these paint samples now that are like peel and stick wallpaper. And those paint samples you can get in each of these colors. Um, and just see what you think about how they look on the wall. Um, Next to, make sure you, you check this next to the divine white um, trim somewhere, as well as your cabinets. You do wanna make sure that you're checking it in a very similar space. Um, I would try that before you choose a color, before you think which one you wanna go with. Um, and then if this is something too, where you feel like, ooh, this really changes the game, knowing what color our trim was and we were gonna keep the trim, I think it would be okay too. option number four is to keep the wall colors the way that they are for right now. I, I really do think that you could do that until, um, you know, if that's something that you don't want to, to add to the budget of, of painting the trim as well. So, um, four options, letting the divine white be bold and do a lighter color wall, um, doing divine white on the wall. Uh, number three was, um, changing out the, the, um, millwork. And I can give you a, a color choice, a different color palette for that. I didn't do that because I'm not assuming you want to go that route, but I can, um, or number four, just leaving it as it is for right now. So, um, what do you guys do next? The next thing you do is just sit with these designs for a little while. Think about what you like, what you don't like, you are not going to hurt my feelings um, because all of my designs were based on my interpretation of what you shared with me. Um, but I also am bringing my designer's eye to it. So that's why when I say your TV console, even though it's lovely, is, is a beautiful bully <laughs> because we want to, you know, I'm not picking on that piece at all. We just want to make sure that piece makes sense in the space and plays really nicely with the other things happening there. Um, and again, that's very similar to why I'm suggesting maybe black poles on your cabinets too, so that it doesn't feel like when you have a, a more laid back TV console or more laid back living room, and then you have this fancy, fancy kitchen, which you guys, maybe you don't think it's fancy, fancy. My eyes are reading like, oh, stainless steel on this really sleek design. That to me translates as fancy, um, but we can kind of make that a little bit more relatable, a little bit more laid back by bringing in flat matte black handles. That again is something you can, you know, pop in at Lowe's, pop in at Home Depot and just buy one or two and just see, what do I think? Do I, what do you think? What do I think? Again, that is something that you can think about it. You don't need to do it. I'm not even recommending it here, but I am saying if it's something, something that it could be in the back of your mind for a change down the road. All right. Um, once you have chosen the one design you want for each room, let me know, um, the more information you give me, the more I can 
manipulate the designs, pick artwork, all the things in order to make it um, really fit you guys. Um, and if we nailed it on the first go, awesome. You can just shop directly from that site. Um, if we did not nail it, which I don't, we, we, I've only done that about four times. Um, we always usually, usually have to tweak one or two or three, or sometimes even the whole thing. And that's okay. Um, but just let me know. Um, communication is the key here. Um, yeah. So just let me know. And then we will, I'll do some tweaking of the designs and then you can, you can keep playing with it until you are happy. And, um, if you have any questions, make sure that you reach out. Um, and I do know that there's a big shopping holiday coming up. So, you know, I will be accessible by phone all weekend long if you want to call so that we can kind of keep working on it so that you can access Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales um, if you do want to take advantage. And of course, a lot of these products too were already on sale because of the, the Black Friday that lasts a month. <laughs> um, they're already on sale. So be mindful of that as well as you're looking at the prices. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me know if you have any questions and you should be expecting um, that other email that allows you to peruse that site directly. All right. Take care, guys. And just like that, Jen and her family had some decisions to make. Two designs that were unique enough, that were different enough that they could choose one over the other. And then we could continue tweaking the design from there until she had the products that she liked, until she was ready to purchase, until she was ready to say, this matches with my budget and away we go. One of the best parts about creating a design like this is that you can visualize the change before the change is made. You can align all of the changes with your budget. If we know that we're making the plan now, but we aren't able to afford all of the pieces today, you get a timeline, a map that gives you the step-by-step -step guide for which changes to make and when to make them. Because not all pieces of furniture, not all pieces of decor, not all lighting, not all artwork are created equal. There's a system to the way that you might want to go about making the change. That is the beauty of creating one of these customized vision boards for you is because you are working with a plan that gives you the step-by-step -step action guide. It gives you the, this is what you do first in order to make big impact change. And then this is what you do next. It really is a step-by-step -step guide. So if you have ever wondered, I wish I knew where to start. I wish someone would just tell me what to do. I wish I could have a step-by-step -step guide for how to do, how to do it. <laughs> hey, hey, hi, I have the solution for you. I want you to head to my website, figandfarmathome.com. Now until Monday, all of my services are 14% off. So if you've been on the fence for a while, I encourage you, if you've ever asked that question, where do I start? I wish I knew how to start. I wish I had a guide to walk me along the journey. Here is your chance. I'm removing the barrier that says I can't afford it because already the prices are so affordable, but then you add the extra 14% off. 
and they're kind of ridiculous. But why is that? Because I love you. And this week we are celebrating all the ways that Fig and Farm loves you. So run, don't walk, head to figandfarmathome.com, snag whatever service you want that you think is going to get you to the desired outcome that you hope for in your home. And if you're not sure, book a free discovery call. And you can do that at figandfarmathome.com forward slash book a call. All right, friends, I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to design with you. And I can't wait for your transformation. I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.